0: Thanks for checking out podcasts on the gym. The latest episode of the Todd Brommel Camp Show with Alex Kuhn starts now.
1: Bad weather coming in, apparently. Not looking forward to that. 319-366-1600, the number to reach me here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids, inside the KGYM studios. Great program for you today. My good friend Rick Brown, former sports writer at the Des Moines Register, I'm going to be joining me at 5 o'clock tonight. Rick, I believe, is in the Chris Street documentary that's going to be debuting on the Big Ten Network tonight. But uh, Chris uh, Rick has also written a book about Chris Street and I look forward to chatting with him. He has seen the documentary. He's previewed it, so he knows what to expect. We'll get a little bit of an idea of what's to come tonight after that basketball game on the Big Ten Network. No Iowa-Northwestern game leading into the Chris Street documentary tonight, but... Perhaps appropriate, as Rick pointed out, it was an Iowa-Northwestern game 30 years ago that was never played, supposed to be played, when Chris Street passed away. Wager-wise on tap in the 5 o'clock hour as well. It's coming up at 5.30. Jay Foster will check in from the Quad Cities. We'll take a look at the divisional matchups in the NFL playoffs this weekend. Again, 319-366-1600, the number to reach me here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Lots to get to. We don't have Iowa basketball to get to tonight, which is unfortunate because I was actually looking forward to seeing whether or not the Hawkeyes could continue their strong play. Let me – I'm going to put an asterisk here before anybody gets mad at me on the text line. We don't have men's basketball to look forward to tonight because the Iowa women are on the road in East Lansing taking on the Spartans. We'll hear from Lisa Bluter on that matchup coming up in just a little bit here in the first hour as well. Plenty going on in the professional sports world as well tonight. A full slate of games in the NBA, including not one but two games where something's going to have to give tonight. It's pretty interesting. Well, maybe I find it interesting. I don't know whether you will. 319-366-1600. Let's go ahead and start, though, last night in Ames, where Iowa State takes down another ranked opponent, this time number seven Texas, falling to the Cyclones 78 to 67. The return of Tyrese Hunter, the much ballyhooed return of Tyrese Hunter, looked interesting for a while, scored some points early on, finishes the game, though, with just 10 points on 3 of 11 shooting from the floor as the Cyclones improved to 5-1 and one in the Big 12 and 14-3 and overall. Texas falling to 4-2. Longhorns have a 15-3 record for interim coach Rodney Terry. 319-366-1600. Again, the number to reach me. A couple Big 12 games tonight. Number 14 TCU on the road at West Virginia. Mountaineers, a two-and-a-half-point favorite there. And Oklahoma is at Oklahoma State, the basketball version of Bedlam, at 8 o'clock tonight on ESPNU. Cowboys, a two-point favorite there. 319 If you missed it last night, Gabe Kelscher was on Freddie and Fitzsimmons after the Iowa, Iowa State win. Here's a little bit of their conversation with the one-time Minnesota Golden Gopher, now fellow tambourine player, along with his teammates at Iowa State.
2: The team we have now, um, it's, I would say it's a different team. We've got um, a lot of um, frontline guys, and everyone just really bought in. Uh, we have a great group of guys that continue just to come in um, day in and day out, no matter if it's a win or a loss um, the night before. Um, we just continue to trust in our habits. So uh, the coach has done a great job of just instilling that and just continue to um, instill the habits of us and working hard um and putting that grind in um through 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 tough days and through um good days. So uh we just have a great group of guys that continue just to uh, strive and want more. Even though this is a great win tonight, uh, we still we still are
3: looking on um the next and just and I'm hungry for more. Gabe, Jay billows told us earlier that Playing Iowa State is like being a fullback on a football team when you got to run it right up the middle. You're gonna get hit. Describe where that attitude from your head coach comes from.
2: Yeah, um, it is. It's a physical battle when you come to Hilton or when you play us. Um, we got a lot of strong, um, tough, tough-nosed guys, um, and the coach, coaching staff, um, even our coach, defensive coaches, it's hit, hit, hit hard. Um, the rest, the rest are gonna let us play through it. It's the Big Twelve. Um, hit them um if they call it um we'll, we'll adjust a little bit but like you said it is it is going to be a physical battle whoever plays against us um we don't we don't let anything in the paint easily um and we make you work when we make you work for it so i would definitely um that's a great um comparison of a fullback in the nfl game <laughs>
3: hey what's it like running going through the gauntlet of the big 12 for people who just see you guys we see all the rankings and six top 25 teams you're there day in day out i mean even if you go to you know, an 0-5 team like Texas Tech coming into tonight, right? It's going to be a battle. What's it like playing in this gauntlet that is the Big 12?
2: Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, you get to play the best of the best teams. Um, it's a day in and day out um, um, thing of just continuing just to to raise your game. Um, it raises my game. Um, I look forward to, and this is really why I came to the Big 12, because I knew that it, it really uplifts your game. Um, and you can't take any game lightly. You can't take any game for granted or it's gonna ease through a game because everyone's gonna come giving your best bullet, and all these teams can pretty much put their way punch their ticket into the NCAA tournament. So, um, I think it really heightens our competition, and it just gets us ready for, for where we want to be um, in March.
1: Again, Gabe Kelcher last night on Freddie and Fitzsimmons, which you can hear most nights right here on ESPN. Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio. KGYM YM. getting in a little early foul trouble last night. Go to the bench with a couple fouls early on. Texas building an 11-point lead with just under eight minutes left in the first half before he gets back on the floor and things were able to turn around for the Cyclones. This is becoming a really fun team to watch this season. They've only lost once since they fell in Iowa City to the Hawkeyes, and that was a two-point loss over the weekend to Kansas. Jaron Holmes leads the way last night with 21 for Iowa State, 7-13 from the floor. Kelsher tossed in 16. Caleb Grill with 17. And Oshun- Oshuniyi with 11 points as well for the Cyclones. Did an outstanding job on the boards, out-rebounding Texas 32 32- to 25 and holding the Longhorns off down the stretch as it was a pretty comfortable win when everything was said and done. 78-67. Uh, no Iowa game to preview tonight, so we spend a little time looking back on Iowa State and the Longhorns last night. Now Spencer had a little bit of what T.J. Otzelberger had to say after the victory last night. Here's Odds on Jaron Holmes' performance. As we mentioned, Holmes, one of the Cyclones, getting into double figures, leading the way with 21.
4: Yeah, he was amazing. I mean, made some big shots and plays when we needed him uh, in, the, in that first half when we were struggling to score. Made some big plays late. Um, had, you know, made five free throws down the stretch. So um, just, man, he, he was really competing out there tonight. Not that he doesn't every night, but he did so many winning things tonight.
1: run for Iowa State, got things back on track, and the Cyclones, as I mentioned, getting the victory in a sold-out Hilton Coliseum. Speaking of sellouts, Iowa has announced that its game against the Illinois Fighting Illini has sold out as well, and it's going to be the next home contest for the Hawkeyes next Saturday, February 4th, or I should say two weeks, uh, Saturday, February fourth, that game has reached sellout status. A one thirty tip off on Saturday. It's amazing what happens, right? When you give a school a weekend game against a rival opponent, you can sell tickets for it. And people want to talk about attendance and why Carver Hawkeye Arena isn't full and the atmosphere, the crowd. Iowa has control over some things. The one thing that Iowa doesn't have control over is the schedule. That comes from the Big Ten. You, look, if they played this game tonight against Northwestern as scheduled, would have been, what, an 8 o'clock tip-off on a Wednesday night, middle of the week, There's not a lot of excitement about Northwestern basketball, even though they are right there with the Hawkeyes in the Big Ten standings. You would expect the building to not necessarily be filled to the rafters. You give them a weekend game against a team like Illinois. I don't want to say the tickets sort of sell themselves, but you get all these discussions and think pieces and people like me talking about why you can't fill an arena or where the fans are. Of course, I... I've never really been a huge, uh, I've never really argued about Carver Hawk Arena not being full because, again, like I said, 8 o'clock, middle of the week, it makes sense to me. I understand why people are choosing to stay home and watch these games on TV for the most part. But that was a middle-of-the-week game for Iowa State last night. They had students camping out outside of Hilton Coliseum and rightfully so. Wanting to welcome back Tyrese Hunter, as I mentioned, got off to a strong start last night and then fizzled down the stretch. Christian Bishop leading Texas in scoring with just 12 points. Marcus Carr with 11 for the Longhorns. Uh, Gave you the Big 12 schedule tonight. Only one other game in the Big Ten tonight. It was supposed to be a back-to-back doubleheader on the Big Ten Network featuring Ohio State and Nebraska from Lincoln, followed by the Hawkeyes and Northwestern, but Northwestern's COVID issues preventing that from taking place. So Ohio State, Nebraska, the only game on tap tonight in the Big Ten. Fred Hoiberg's Cornhuskers, a six-point underdog at home against the Buckeyes. Once that game is over, the Big Ten Network will be airing the Chris Street documentary for the first time, and again, you missed the beginning of the program, Rick Brown is going to join me. Uh, Rick's spending his winters, as many Iowans do, in Florida. Warmer climate. Don't blame him one bit. And reached out to him, asked him if he would be interested or available to come on the program tonight, and he very quickly said, absolutely no problem. I've got to, at some point in time, get my hands on a copy of Rick books. Uh, Rick's book, Emotion in Motion the uh, book that he wrote a few years back. That may actually be the last time Rick was on the show here on KGYM discussing the Chris Street book. He's maintained a great relationship with uh, Mike and Patty Street, the Street family. It's great to see them still at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Uh, Hard to believe you'd find more loyal Hawkeye fans. And for Chris Street to still be a part of the Iowa program 30 years after the accident that took his life outside of Iowa City uh, really says something about uh, not only uh, the individual but the program as well, that they've kept his memory alive. 319-366-1600. If you want to comment on anything so far tonight here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids from inside the KGYM studios, get your poll question at kgymradio.com. Which underdog in the NFL, do you think is most likely to win this weekend? We may touch on this a little bit with Jay Foster coming up on Wagerwise at 5:30 tonight. Wagerwise brought to you by Elite Sportsbook and Riverside Casino and Golf Resort. Jacksonville goes to Kansas City, so the Jaguars an option. You've got the New York Giants as an option. Facing the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that has beaten the Giants twice so far this season. You have uh, the other games, the Sunday games as well, Cincinnati and Buffalo. The Bills going to Orchard Park as uh, the Bengals going to Orchard Park as slight underdogs. And the other game in the NFC this weekend as well involving the San Francisco 49ers, Brock Purdy, and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Poll question available, KGYMRadio.com, which underdog is most likely to win outright this week. And I've got some thoughts on that, and I'll share them with you here in the first hour as we continue to make our way through hour number one of the Todd Bronel Camp show. Wanna thank everybody by the way. I'm struggling here today because I for the last hour or so I've had something sort of in the back of my throat. And so I'm trying to deal with trying to clear that out while also do this is a nightmare for somebody who's doing the the show. Solo here for the most part. So I appreciate if you're listening and you're like, is he having a miniature stroke on the air? What's going on? That may be the case down the road. It's not the case tonight. I'm just having a little bit of a struggle with something at the back of my throat that get that tickle. Just a little bit of something back there. And I could I could clear my throat with the microphone on. I don't think anybody wants to hear that. There's a reason that they make the little buttons that silence things. So I'm trying to do my best here. But what I really want to say is I want to thank everybody. Uh, it's been about a week now since the show has gone solo. And I was having this discussion earlier today with a couple people here in the building. It, this is not a finished product. And, you know, I've been doing this in various ways, shapes, forms, iterations, however you want to describe it, for almost 12 years now. And this is this is the newest iteration of this evening program from 4 until 6 it used to be 4 until 7 i'm glad now that it's uh, only from 4 until 6 but i'm figuring things out I'm gonna tweak some things gonna make some changes uh, we're going to get isaac up to speed uh, he's going to get some more guests on board with us but i really just i want to say thank you to everybody who has continued to stick around and listen to what the fat idiot has to say Every night on KGYM from 4 until 6. It is not a finished product, but this is what you get now the Todd Brawlkamp show on KGYM. 420. uh, That text line is available to you, by the way, if you want to weigh in 319 366 1600. I mentioned something had to give tonight in the NBA. I, I find, I know we've got folks who listen to the program who don't like sports betting and the fact that it has infiltrated every aspect you can't turn on the tv without seeing an advertisement for sports betting uh, i am not one of those people because i know that in this business that's it's uh, putting food on my family's table right now the more the merrier in my opinion but uh, i something has to give tonight in the nba i'm not quite sure how often this has happened in the past but very unique scheduling quirk tonight in the nba you have the two best teams against the spread in the league playing one another. The Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton's Indiana Pacers, are 29 and 19 against the spread this season. They're four-point underdogs going to Oklahoma City. The Thunder are 28 and 16 against the number tonight. So if you like to look at who's better against the spread, Well, you have the two best teams against the spread in the NBA. Something's got to give. Someone's going to cover. Somebody's going to fall short. At the same time, and this game tips off, I believe, at 630 tonight. I'd have to double-check that. Dallas and Atlanta play in Dallas. What's so special about the Mavericks and the Hawks? They happen to be the two worst teams when it comes to beating the spread or covering the number in the NBA this season. Atlanta is 18-26 and against the spread, and Dallas as a two-point favorite tonight at home, they are 15-28-2 against the number this year. We can get some more NBA discussion in just a little bit here because trying to figure out who the best team in the NBA is right now. Brian Windhorst was on ESPN Radio earlier today. He's got a couple teams in mind. While we're on that subject, I do want to note the passing of Chris Ford, longtime NBA coach, player. Many people will recall his time with the Boston Celtics. Uh, was a NBA champion in 1981. As a player, then won titles in 1984 and 1986 as an assistant under Casey Jones in Boston. Chris Ford holds a unique place in NBA history. It's going to be one of those pieces of knowledge that you hear on this program that sometime maybe down the road, is going to come in handy when you find yourself in an American Legion or a local tavern. Maybe it's trivia night, and one of the categories is notable firsts in sports history. And the question is, who hit the first three-point basket in NBA history? The answer, Chris Ford. the three-point line was introduced in the NBA in the early 80s. Chris Ford credited with the first made three-point field goal. He went on to be the head coach of the Celtics from 1990 to 1995, the tail end of the Larry Bird era, and then also finished out his career with the Bucks, Clippers, and 76ers as a head coach. A pretty good guard back in the day at Villanova in the college ranks, and then, again, on some really decent Celtics teams in the late 70s and early 80s before transitioning into coaching. 319 366 And, well, speaking of the Celtics, Brian Windhorst earlier today on KJNM, the morning show here on ESPN, discussing who's the best team right now in the NBA. The Celtics come up.
5: I mean, I guess I'll say the Celtics, they've had the number one record for three months, Um, but they've got flaws. But here's the thing, like when you talk to like executives and scouts and even some players and you say, man, who's winning the West? They're like, the Warriors are winning the West. And it's like a complete statement on the disrespect that people still have for the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are going for their 11th consecutive win tonight. And they're probably going to get it because Donovan Mitchell is not playing for Cleveland and they're at home. The Nuggets are red hot, too. Those are the top two teams in the West. But they haven't, fairly or not, earned everyone's respect yet. So you've still got people saying, watch out for the the Clippers who have lost 8 out of 10 and look absolutely nothing like they have anything going for them. And they say, here come the Warriors. Watch out for the Warriors. Brian
1: Windhorst earlier today, this morning, that is, on ESPN Radio mentioned Denver. Nikola Jokic, still the odds-on favorite to win what would be a third MVP for the Joker. He opened the odds at the beginning of the season 9-1 to and is now plus 140, the odds-on leader. And Look, if I were wagering on this, I would say it's a no-brainer. I mean, he's the most valuable player in the league. Plus 140. Seems like free money at this point. What happens if he gets hurt? There's a lot of basketball left to be played. In the NBA season, he gets hurt. Somebody else comes in and wins the award. Nuggets a West Best, 31 and 13, hot on their heels, as Windhorst mentioned, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. Team that I was high on coming into the season, New Orleans Pelicans, 26-18. and 18, Still doing their best as Zion Williamson battles some injuries. And lo and behold, who is fourth in the West? Keegan Murray's Sacramento Kings. Not much was expected of Sacramento coming into the season. Playing some pretty good basketball. I don't know how many people are staying up late at night to watch Keegan and the Kings, but they're 24 and 18. The East is the interesting division in my mind. You've got Boston at 33 and 12, followed by the Bucks at 29 and 16. Philadelphia coming off a win on the road in LA last night over the Clippers. They're 28 and 16. And Brooklyn right now holding on to the fourth spot in the West at 27 and 16. And they are without. Kevin Durant at the moment, and uh, Kyrie Irving has not been 100% healthy either. I'm going to take a quick break, but when we come back, it's actually a discussion between Kevin Durant and Stan Van Gundy that has some people laughing, uh, not only in NBA circles today, but on the Internet as well as around the office water coolers. And I I sympathize here because I've had this before where – you're not quite sure about the current lingo. Somebody says something, somebody younger than you says something, and you've got to just sort of shake your head and you go along with it, and, and you next minute you, uh, you're on your phone when nobody's looking and you're Googling, trying to figure out just exactly what the initials mean or what the word means. Stan Van Gundy was set straight by—I love Stan Van Gundy, by the way. I wish he was— Still coaching, but I do love him in a role as a commentator on TV. I wish he would have had better success in New Orleans with the Pelicans because I think it would have benefited both parties there. But I'll tell you what Stan Van Gundy learned when we return after this. Todd Braulichamp's show right here
3: on Eastern Iowa's Home for ESPN Radio back after this. It's time for a big board update on KGYM. I'm Spencer Wagon. Jaron Holmes scored 21 points while Caleb Grill chipped in 17 as number 12 Iowa State knocked off 7th ranked Texas last night at Hilton Coliseum in Ames. The win is the Cyclones 4th over a ranked team this season and paired with Kansas's loss at Kansas State last night puts Iowa State into a 3-way tie for first place in the Big 12. The Cyclones head to Oklahoma State on Saturday tip-off is set for 1 p.m. The Iowa women Basketball team looks to extend their winning streak to four games when they play at Michigan State tonight. The Hawkeyes sit at six and one in league play after their 108-67 win over Penn State on Saturday. MSU, meanwhile, is two and five. They've lost three in a row. Game time tonight is six o'clock. You can watch it on BTN Plus. We've got women's basketball on the air for you tonight as Iowa State plays host to Oklahoma State. Coverage starts at six. Tip-off is set for 6:30 on the Cyclone Sports Network from Learfield. You can hear it here. On on KGYM and that's a big board update I'm Spencer Wagon on the gym
6: Eastern Iowa weather on the gym from the CBS to Iowa's news now with the first forecast on our meteorologist next door a winter weather advisory throughout the night through early tomorrow morning slick roads will be likely as wind true changes over into all snow throughout the night tonight Total snowfall accumulation by early tomorrow morning around 1 to 3 inches low tonight near 30 for tomorrow for your Thursday light snow through about noon temperatures back in the low 30s for highs and north wind around 30 miles per hour for your Friday mainly cloudy skies for back in the upper 20s And that was a check if your Iowa's news down with the first forecast.
3: Good sportsmanship matters during the game and in life. So
1: Fairfax State Savings Bank and the gym are proud to shine the spotlight on KGYM's community MVP.
3: Recognizing
1: good sports around here and letting you know how to get in the game too.
3: Big Brothers Big Sisters of Cedar Rapids and East Central Iowa and Big Brothers Big Sisters of Johnson County provide children facing adversity with strong and enduring relationships. Bowl for Kids' Sake is back and it's their biggest event. Form a team today and bowl for Kids' Sake. Details at kgymradio.com click on community mvp the bank here is now the bank here
0: here and here Fairfax State Savings Bank has a new third location in the heart of Kingston Village in Cedar Rapids. This new location, focused on commercial and private lending, demonstrates Fairfax State Savings Bank's dedication to growing alongside you in the corridor. Fairfax State Savings Bank in Fairfax, Amana, and now by appointment for commercial and private lending
3: in Cedar Rapids at their new Kingston office, Fairfax State Savings Bank. Visit thebankhere.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
7: Working out has been proven to increase your self-esteem, help with depression, anxiety, and stress. At The Mac, we care about you as a person. That's why we have personal trainers you can connect with, group exercise classes so you don't feel alone, saunas to help you relax, and many more amenities. This year, I'm doing it for me. This year, I'm joining the MAC for me. To see everything the MAC has to offer, go to jointhe-mac.com. That's
4: jointhe-mac.com. For people trying to recover from opioid use disorder, it's hard to know where to begin. At iowaopioidhelp.com, you'll find resources near you for proven treatment and a road back to your old self. Because opioid addiction is not a character flaw, it's an illness. If you or a loved one is struggling with opioid use disorder, visit IowaOpioidHelp.com today. Start here, start healing. Sponsored by the Iowa Attorney General's Office and the Iowa Broadcasters Association in cooperation with this station.
8: When you buy your own health insurance, you deserve a doctor who's your biggest champion and coverage you can be confident in. And with new Wellmark Health Insurance plans featuring Unity Point Health, that's what you can expect. These plans help you build a relationship with your Unity Point Health primary care providers and network partners, starting with free preventive and virtual care, plus low co for primary care with a doctor who always has your back. Connect with an agent to help you enroll at wellmark.com uph.
1: Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at four. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at EmilsHideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. Like I said, still a work in progress. 4.33 as we bring you back into the KGYM studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. I did something last night that I absolutely abhor doing. Like, I was mortified when I did this. I didn't realize I did it at the time. And here I am, almost 24 hours after the fact, I'm still thinking about this. And I'll tell you what I did, and encourage you not to do what I did before the top of the hour rolls around here. If you're joining us late, Rick Brown, the former Des Moines Register sports writer, is going to join me coming up at 5 o'clock tonight. He has seen the Chris Street documentary that's going to be airing on the Big Ten Network tonight. I have a feeling he is probably featured in it, as well as a number of familiar faces that uh, not only Hawkeye fans but basketball fans will uh, certainly recall and uh, get a little bit of a preview of what to expect tonight. I do expect uh, a very emotional uh, sort of uh, punch to the gut tonight in watching that uh, for anybody who is, let's say, 40 years or older. You probably remember Chris Street and the type of player that he was on the floor for the Hawkeyes, and a lot of people still to this day Wonder what he could have become had he not lost his life in that accident at the Highlander outside of Iowa City 30 years ago. So Rick's going to be with me at 5 o'clock. WagerWise on tap tonight as well. Uh, Jay Foster will check in for the Quad Cities Elite Sportsbook Riverside Casino and Golf Resort bringing you WagerWise every Wednesday at 5.30. We've got some divisional games to look forward to this weekend, including... The Bengals and the Bills. As I mentioned yesterday on the program, uh, this is a matchup that we saw four weeks ago and not come to a conclusion on the field because of DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest. You've got Cincinnati going on the road this weekend to take on the Bills in Orchard Park. And this is a Quiet confidence. It's not necessarily quiet if you hear somebody say this, but Joe Burrow at his media availability uh, today discussing playing on the road as an underdog against the Bills. If you're backing the Bengals on the road this week, and I still don't know whether I am or not, for the Bet Rivers uh, betting blitz contest, of which I am currently blowing away the field, although. I look, I've, I've seen the Atlanta Falcons blow a 28-3 to lead in the third quarter of a Super Bowl. So I'm not celebrating just yet. I'm not sending my ring size. We're not making plans for any trophy presentations. But I'll give you an update, the official update. The standings did come out today courtesy of our friends at Bet Rivers. So a quick update there. But Joe Burrow going on the road as an underdog against the Bills this weekend.
3: Yeah, it's always – I always enjoy going on the road. It's uh, just you and your guys. It feels like it's you against the world, and that's that's where we like to be. Do you feel like an underdog going into this game? I never feel like an underdog. That's the attitude
1: you want your quarterback to have right there. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you got to feel good about – and now, other than the offensive line, you've got to feel good about the team that you're taking into Buffalo. Temperature is expected to be at or below freezing – And these two teams really developing a little bit of a rivalry here as the Bengals and Bills have both emerged as forces to deal with in the AFC. Somebody on the text line, by the way, was talking about the NBA prior to the break at the bottom of the hour, mentioning A.J. Green getting minutes with the Milwaukee Bucks. Somebody's got to get minutes with Giannis out. He missed his fourth consecutive game last night for Milwaukee, but I pulled up his stats. He's getting nine and a half minutes a game. Right now, with the Bucks, which is pretty impressive, and there's a reason that AJ Green decided to first go into the transfer portal and then announce that he was going to be done with college, that he was going to go into the draft, explore his professional options, and we said here all along on KG it just takes one team to fall in love with you or to get the right feedback, and clearly he got that feedback from the Milwaukee Bucks. So he's averaging nine and a half minutes a game. 4.8 points and 1.1 rebound, uh, 46.8% field goal percentage, so knocking down about half of his shots. You're not getting a ton when you're only on the floor for nine and a half minutes, but his skill set fits very nicely with the way that things work in the NBA. And yes, the Milwaukee Bucks in the East Central standings atop the. Uh, Division 29 and 16. They've won their last two games a little bit ahead of the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are 28 and 17. Tyrese Halliburton's Pacers, 23 and 22. And then the Bulls and the Pistons. We're going to talk a lot about 30 years ago with Rick Brown coming up at the top of the hour as we recall Chris Street's passing. 30 years ago, the Bulls and the Pacers were both pretty darn good basketball teams this year Bulls are 20 and 24 in the Pistons in the basement in the central at 12 and 35 on the subject of basketball so we went to break I mentioned Stan van Gundy got a lesson in I don't even know how to describe not necessarily a millennial jargon but Stan Van Gundy, Longtime NBA coach, now a commentator on NBA games. You can find him, follow him on Twitter at real stan van uh, St- at real stan vg. He shared his thoughts yesterday on, well, those were the days, as I like to say. Anytime somebody like me, who is old and talks about those were the days. In this particular instance, Dan Van Gundy is talking about the 1990s, the NBA of the 90s. 90s NBA teams had just a trainer and a strength coach. They practiced more often and harder and played more back-to-backs. Teams now have huge medical and, quote, performance staffs and value rest over practice, yet injuries and games missed are way up. Something's not working. Well, Kevin Durant replied to that post and said, Stan Spitten." Stan Van Gundy seemed a little confused by that. So his response was, no, I'm not criticizing players. I'm saying that we're getting something wrong in how we prepare and train players. We can't do anything about injuries like yours. He fell on your leg. But all of these groin, hamstring injuries, et cetera, should be, uh, shouldn't be happening as much as they are. Two minutes later, he gets a response from Kevin Durant. Stan, I agree with you, LOL. And then another Twitter user says, spitting means you're speaking facts, Stan. To which he responded to that user, had no idea. I th- I don't know. I thought it was funny. I thought it was amusing. Maybe you don't. 319-366-1600. Have you ever heard anything that caused you to... Again, I'm not ashamed to admit this. I'm 42 years old, and occasionally I will come across some sort of either combination of letters or a phrase, usually on social media, that I'm just not quite sure about. And so rather than showing myself to some younger co-workers. And you, we share a building here with Z102.9. There's 20-somethings running up and down the hallway all day here. And sometimes I feel like I'm in a foreign country because the language that I'm hearing spoken is not necessarily computing with me. But rather than go completely old, dude, and I think the worst thing that you can do and I did this with Alex one time, and I did it on the air because I didn't know what the phrase cap meant. You cap it. So I had to ask Alex on the air, you got to fill me in on, on what this is. And he did at the time. I'm, I like to do the uh, get out the phone, hide it under the desk, type it in. You got to make sure. Well, you got to be careful with that. And sometimes you find out that, Something that you're running across is uh, not safe for work. That's NSFW, for those of you who aren't familiar with that. I don't necessarily think that that's a millennial thing, but Stan Van Gundy getting a lesson in what spitting means. A little bit different than John Hirschbeck and Roberto Alomar. 319-366-1600 as we make our way toward the top of the hour tonight. If you were listening to the Big Board Update, you heard Spencer mention we do have women's basketball for you tonight as the Iowa State women host Oklahoma State at Hilton Coliseum. 6.30 tip-off. We'll have the pregame for you at 6 o'clock tonight. Emotional night at Hilton Coliseum for the Iowa State women's basketball program. This will be the first game that the Cyclones have played since the passing of Bill Fenelly's mother. Last week, we talked a little bit about that on Monday when John Walters joined me here on the program. John's appearance every Monday through football and basketball season brought to you by Craig Adamson, a true wealth stewardship partner. So Iowa State in action tonight as the Twister Sisters host Oklahoma State. Iowa women also play tonight. They are number 10 in the AP poll this week, number nine in the coaches poll, 14 and four overall, six and one. In the Big Ten on the season, making their only trip to East Lansing this season, their only face off with the Spartans this year. Michigan State has not been great so far this year. The Spartans just 10 and 8 overall and 2 and 5 in the Big Ten. Here's Lisa Bluter discussing the matchup.
9: Those teams have been pretty darn good over the years, the Michigan State teams, and they've played really, really well at home. Um, it's kind of been a situation where we've lost at their place but beat them at our place and whoever was the home team was winning that well we can't have that happen this year we only play them once we play them at their place you know our goal is to sweep the state of Michigan uh, because we only play Michigan once and uh, it was at their place and so we know that these are tough challenges to play on the road but when you have a veteran team you need to be able to take that on the road that confidence And, and we are playing well right now so we need to take that on the road with
1: Lisa Bluter previewing tonight's matchup with the Michigan State Spartans at the Breslin Center. Six o'clock tip-off. That is streaming on BTN Plus if you're interested in following along. So there is Iowa basketball tonight, not the Iowa Northwestern game on the men's side that many people were looking forward to, but Lisa Bluter and the Hawkeyes in action. They've won six of their last eight meetings against Michigan State. Spartans come into tonight tonight reeling a little bit they've dropped three in a row their last time out on saturday a 70 to 57 loss at in-state rival michigan the number 17 wolverines michigan state though as most teams in the big 10 are tough or tougher at home eight of their victories so far this season eight of their 10 wins have come in the Breslin Center. Michigan State just 1-5 and against teams that are in the AP Top 25. So Hawkeyes should win that game tonight, and we'll keep an eye on Lisa Bluter's Hawkeyes moving forward as they've won their last three in a row and their last eight of their last nine, I should say. They did lose to Illinois, on New Year's Day, 90-86, to 86, but you've got to go all the way back to December 1st to find another loss on their schedule, 94-81 to NC State in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. So things going well for Lisa Bluter and the Hawkeyes right now. A lot of that, of course, has to do with the performance of Caitlin Clark, who continues to rake in Big Ten Player of the Week awards averaging 26.8 points and 7.2 assists per game so far this year for the Hawkeyes. Monica Sinano with 17.7 points per game and McKenna Warnock at 12.4. Needless to say, things are going well for the Hawkeyes this year. Here's a little bit more of what Lisa Bluter had to say yesterday when she Spoke to the media via Zoom ahead of tonight's game.
9: You know, I think it's been we've been shooting the ball well, and I think that makes a difference when you're shooting well from three. You know, at the beginning of the year, I think we had you know one person or it was inconsistent, and now it seems like we have a lot of people that are stepping up and shooting threes, and we're we're shooting at a consistently good rate, and so. Um, I think that's been a difference for us. And, and, you know, whether you like it or not, sometimes when your offense is flowing, it just helps your defense. It just gives you a little bit more energy. I know you don't want that as a coach, but it's a reality. And so I think that's been good. Um, I think we've been rebounding a little bit better as well.
1: Kind of everything going well for the Hawkeyes at the moment, and we'll see whether or not they could pick up Big Ten win number seven on the season, Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Going to take a quick break, just a 60-second break. When we come back, I mentioned this here in the first hour. I did something inadvertently last night that I still feel a tremendous amount of shame and guilt over. Maybe this is a little controversial. I don't know. You can share your thoughts with me. Maybe you've done this exact same thing before and haven't even thought twice about it. What did I do last night that I'm still bothered by? you got to wait 60 seconds to find out. Back with more after this.
10: Finish your bathroom renovations with a new HomeWorks bath fan from Menards. This bath fan features a Bluetooth speaker so you can enjoy your favorite music or listen to news, weather, or sports while the energy-efficient fan quietly ventilates your bathroom. Connect your smartphone, tablet, or other Bluetooth-enabled devices and automatically connect when in range. Get a strong, clear signal from up to 30 feet away. Save big money on HomeWorks bath fans at Menards.
9: Save big money at
10: Menards. It's time to make the playoffs pay off with Elite Sportsbook. On select days in January, place a $100 wager on any pro football playoff offering and receive a $15 free bet back. It's literally that simple. And don't forget, new signups can take advantage of a bet rebound up to $250. Check out our updated app with integrated funding and increased functionality and play your game with Elite Sportsbook. Must be 21. Gambling a problem? Call 1 800 BETS OFF.
11: It's been
9: one week since you looked at me. Cut your head to the side and said, I'm angry.
0: This is the Todd Bravo Camp Show on KGYM Sports Radio.
1: And yeah, working on it. 319-366-1600 as we get ready to hit the top of the hour. Coming up here in about 10 minutes or so, looking forward to a chat with Rick Brown, who is in sunny Florida, where he will... I don't know whether Rick is going to be watching the Big Ten Network or not tonight, because he's already seen the Chris Street documentary that's going to be debuting tonight. Matt Engel is the, uh, the man behind this documentary. Uh, very much looking forward to this. Most people know the Chris Street story, but we'll see whether or not there's any new ground broken tonight uh, by this. But it's certainly going to revisit uh, everything that we've known about Chris Street for the last 30 years. 319-366-1600. So what did I do last night? You're listening in the last ten minutes or so, uh, wondering oh, this better. There better be a payoff here. My wife and I were, uh, we did not feel like cooking last night, so decided to get something for dinner, very late last night. And the options. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but post COVID, I say post COVID. COVID has not gone away, as we are well aware of here in eastern Iowa, because that's what led to the cancellation of the Iowa-Northwestern game tonight. Postponement, I should state. Still no date as to when that game will be rescheduled. They will try to reschedule it before they look at whether or not it would be a forfeit. But after 2020, let's put it that way. After 2020, it's not always a given that you can find places that are open after, say, 8, 9 o'clock at night. So my wife and I were going over our options last night, and mostly fast food at that point. We wanted to get something, get something quick, uh, maybe watch something on TV, and then turn in for the night because if you missed it earlier in the program, I'm old. And so I said a particular uh, fast food restaurant came to mind, and I said, They're open until 10 o'clock. I know for a fact they're open until 10 o'clock. So I pulled up the app on my phone. I ordered, and I went to pick up the food a little bit after 9 o'clock last night. And as I walked in the door, I realized that they were not open until 10 o'clock. They closed at 9 o'clock. Their hours change for the winter. I was unaware of this, and I felt very bad about this, and as I I got home, explained to my wife, I said, um, yeah, uh, we we got in under the gun, so I pulled up the order, and unbeknownst to me, again, thinking that they were open for another hour last night, I had placed the order at 8.58, two minutes before closing time, Now, why does this bother me so much? My mother, who is still with us, thankfully, for many, many years cooked for a living. She worked in a restaurant, a little diner in DeWitt that has long since closed down. But if there's anything that anybody who's ever worked in the food service industry can tell you, they absolutely do not like it when people order right before closing time. Never in my life have I ordered anything two minutes before a restaurant closes. Now, I understand some people out there are going—I don't even have to look at the text line right now, three one nine three six six sixteen hundred to understand. Somebody out there is going to say, if they say they're open until 9 o'clock, they're open until 9 o'clock. I get that. I totally do. And there are a number of you listening to this program— Who probably think I didn't do anything wrong last night. Me, I felt tremendously bad about it. And if I knew that same crew of people were working today, I would have gone in there and apologized in the first place. Last night, I took my food and very sheepishly made my way out the door. I could not get out of that place fast enough last night. So if you find yourself in a similar situation, now maybe you're on a road trip or something and I don't know, you, you just absolutely you're starving and you absolutely have to get something to eat. I suppose we can allow this, the ordering in the lab. But then you're going to have somebody that says, well, what is the cutoff then? What's not late enough to be late? If they close at nine, are you comfortable? At... I, I got to tell you this. I would not be comfortable ordering 15 minutes before a restaurant closed. 8:40 840, 8:45 I draw the line. My wife thinks I'm nuts because she falls into the category of they're open until 9. But I know you got you're putting stuff away and you're cleaning. It's cleaned off the grill. I don't want to put some hamburgers down for this guy who does he think he is? So If you happen to grill up some burgers last night on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids and you're listening to this program right now and somebody ordered food from you two minutes before you closed, take this as a little bit of a mea culpa. I'm sorry. 319-366-1600. Is this this eliciting response on the text line? I I don't think I... uh, some people think I didn't do anything wrong, and that's fine, but I do. I felt bad about it. Uh, we'll make our way toward the top of the hour wager wise coming up with Jay Foster. He's going to check in with the divisional games this weekend. A lot of movement on the lines for these games, uh, in particular, Kansas City and Jacksonville. I know opened at nine and a half, it's now down to eight and a half. Can Jacksonville make that a game? Saturday against the Chiefs. Can they win that game? I guess would be the better question. It's our poll question today at KGYMradio.com. Which underdog has the best chance of winning this week? Outright winning the game. Not talking about covering the spread or beating the spread or anything like that. Give me a road team that's going to go on the road and win a game this weekend. I think I've got one. I'm not terribly confident in them, but we'll come up uh, possibly during WagerWise tonight when Jay joins me at 5.30. 319 1600 Chris Street documentary debuting tonight on the Big Ten Network. My next guest, former Des Moines Register sports writer Rick Brown, has seen it. Get a preview of what's to come tonight. Get the tissues ready.
0: The football playoffs are here, and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive a reward credit equal to the average price of the 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com rewards for terms and conditions.
10: If you're hiring for your company, this is a busy time of year. Obviously, new year means new goals and finding the right people to accomplish them. Thankfully, there's ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its powerful matching technology to find the right candidates for your job. Let ZipRecruiter help you find the best people for all of your roles. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
0: KGYM, Cedar Rapids, 1600 AM and 102.3 FM. This is KGYM Sports Radio, the gym. This is Sports Center.
8: I'm Christine Lisi. The Cowboys still plan to have Brett Maher kick in Sunday night's NFC Divisional Round playoff game against the 49ers, but will sign Tristan Vizcaino to the practice squad as insurance. Reports ESPN's Todd Archer. Maher missed four extra points in the wild card win over the Buccaneers. Luka Doncic leads the Mavericks against Trey Young and the Hawks in the first game of the Wednesday NBA doubleheader, followed by Nuggets Timberwolves, Denver's Nikola Jokic delivering another MVP worthy season currently has four triple doubles in five games. And there's one aspect of his game in particular to be appreciated most notes ESPN NBA senior writer Zach Lowe.
3: The best passing big man ever thing. It's over like that's done. He's the best passing big man ever. I agree with you that at the end, we're going to regard him. I mean, it sounds crazy to say he's going to be in the conversation with like Magic Johnson and Jason Kidd and John Stockton and LeBron James and Luka Doncic and whoever else you want to name as the best passers of all time. That's how good he is.
8: Zach Lowe on the Low Post podcast. NBA doubleheader coverage begins in one hour on ESPN TV with NBA Countdown.
0: ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. they help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. And ESPN Radio Extra Point. With Chris Canty.
12: For the Giants to put together a game plan to make sure that Daniel Jones didn't make those early mistakes, I think that speaks volumes in terms of Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka having a good pulse on the team, but also a good pulse on their quarterback. That matters. So much of success in the NFL has to do with feeling the heartbeat of the game. And I think Brian Daybold does a really good job of that, Carlin. And the other thing that we have to give him credit for him making the decision to rest his starters in week eighteen against the Philadelphia. Yep. Eagles. Eagles, a game that didn't mean anything for the New York Giants in terms of playoff seeding. That team didn't come out rushed. They came out clicking on all cylinders. After that defense gave up the early touchdown to the Vikings offense, you saw those guys lock in. You saw those guys do a better job on Justin Jefferson, and the offense was like a hot knife through butter against that Vikings defense. So give Brian Daybo credit for how he's managed the last two weeks for this football team.
4: You could save big
10: when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. You could not have
3: hit that field goal. Sorry, but it's true. 37 yards doesn't sound very far, but you'd be lucky to cover even a fraction of that. And that's in perfect conditions without 11 giant men trying to fold you like origami.
10: But you definitely could save big when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage
7: from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
4: Every pro is an MVP to us. As a Lowe's MVPs Rewards member, you can earn bonus points when you shop select products and brands, then redeem them for exciting rewards like tools, sports memorabilia, e-gift cards, and more. Join today to become a member and start earning. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any, subject to program terms while supplies last. Points expire at end of calendar year. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVPs bonus points for details.
1: 60 more minutes to go here on Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio. Todd Rollcamp show back with you for Drive Time, the 5 o'clock hour brought to you by Linder Tire and LinderTire.com. Right on their reputation for great service and save some money while you're at it. Make your next appointment online at LinderTire.com. You can find them in Iowa City, North Liberty, and Grinnell. Wager-wise coming up in just a little bit, about 25 minutes or so at the bottom of the hour after our next Big Board update here. Plenty more to get to tonight. We'll run down the NBA slate, a very late slate in the NHL. There are some top 25 college basketball games to keep an eye on tonight as well. And one Big Ten game, Ohio State getting ready to tip off about 55 minutes from now in Lincoln going up against Fred Hoiberg and the Cornhuskers. There were supposed to be two Big Ten games tonight, but Iowa Northwestern shelved because of the Wildcats' issues with COVID. So after that Nebraska-Ohio State game, the Big Ten Network will be airing the much-anticipated Chris Street documentary. My next guest has previewed that. I know a number of people have been able to see that ahead of time. Former Des Moines Register sports writer Rick Brown, who has written a book on Chris Street. I think that might have been the last time, Rick, that I had you on the air here on KGYM, but uh, I've mentioned to the listeners you are in sunny Florida. We're, we're bracing for some winter weather here in eastern Iowa, so I'm very jealous of you. How are you? It's been a long time since I've talked with you.
11: I'm, I'm great, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't like talking about the weather when I'm here and knowing what's going on back there because I've been back there many times in my life, so. To just let it slide, but it is pretty nice.
1: Well, uh, is it almost appropriate that the an, an Iowa Northwestern game is not going to be played tonight? It's sort of an eerie coincidence uh, tying into the release of this Chris Street documentary.
11: Yeah, both, you know, t- t- uh, Tuesday nights before Northwestern game, games canceled, one by a unspeakable tragedy, the other just uh, hopefully not a major issue with COVID. But COVID's taken, you know, millions of lives, so that's scary in itself. But, yeah, it's very, very eerie. Very, uh, you know, it's active game. Both games were in Iowa City and both against Northwestern. I mean, wow, pretty crazy.
1: So you have seen the documentary. It's going to debut tonight after the Nebraska-Ohio State game on the BTN. Uh, I'm assuming you're, you're probably in this, Correct.
11: Uh, that is correct. Uh, Matt Engel came to my home in Pleasant Hill and interviewed me. Oh, it was late in the process, but we had a great visit. Uh, he, he just, in talking to him, he was all business. He wanted the very best documentary possible, and he left no stone unturned. I, I know I was doing a lot of digging up stories for him told told until <laughs> he was reaching the finish line. So it, it's just a, a fantastic, uh, if, if something so tragic could be fantastic. Yeah, so that's what it is.
1: So how many boxes of tissues are we going to need uh, watching this tonight? You've seen this. What, uh, how hard yeah. does it hit?
11: You know, it hits pretty hard. It, it hits when you see so many people who are on there who got emotional and brought to tears. But I guess when it really got to me, Todd, is when they were talking to Coach Davis. I mean, he was talking about going to the uh, funeral in a, in a bus with the team and, he was just brought he he was brought speechless and the tears were welling up in his eyes and 30 years later the man just cannot talk about it obviously Chris had a very special place in his heart and that's a place that Chris will always have in his heart and it's hard for him to talk about I know when I talked to him through the book it was it was a tough interview but it was a, it was a very uh, introspective one as well
1: uh, it seems one of those things you know every year the anniversary rolls around but is it hard to believe that it's been 30 years?
11: You know, I said that at 20, and then I said it at 25, but now it's 30, and it's like, it's still like yesterday. I mean, the the nerve the ner- nerve is still raw. Uh, the emotions get to you. I, I, I think about him at the craziest times, and I kind of get, I'll see a play in a game, or I'll, someone will mention his name, and it just kind of hits you right in the
6: heart.
1: For for people who are are a little bit younger than me because I remember Chris Street. I remember where I was on that night. I remember the uh, TV broadcast, the sports update on the NBC affiliate in the Quad Cities. But there are people younger than me that Chris Street is a name. Uh, He's a a somewhat grainy, granted in color, but a somewhat grainy highlight film uh, player, a mythical player at this point. So for people who never got to see him play, how would you describe Chris Street, the player?
11: He played with a big heart. His motor was always running. That's the way I always talk about him. Uh, like the title of the book I wrote was "Emotion in Motion" because that was him. He he just never stopped. I know there's one there's one clip in, in the uh, documentary when they were playing at Duke and uh, he threw a pass to James Winters, I think, and James went dunked it. And Chris just pumped it about five times. He was just so excited. But that's the way he played. He, he, he was – every possession was big to him, and every possession was important to him. And uh, he played with emotion. He played with his heart on his sleeve. And Iowa fans identified with that. Basketball fans identified that, but especially Iowa fans, because not only the people who were at the games, but back then all the Iowa games were on TV, and people saw it on TV and looked up to him and idolized him and in a, in a crazy way worshipped, worshipped him because of the way he played the game.
1: Former Des Moines Register sports writer Rick Brown with me. He did write that book, Emotion in Motion, a few years ago. Can people still get their hands on that, Rick? Do you know where it's at?
11: You know, Mike Street has has all the copies now. And uh, if someone wanted to email me, uh, Rick, Rick N. Brown at Outlook.com, I can put him in touch with Mike and he can get him a book.
1: Uh, You mentioned uh, sitting down with um, Matt Engel, who is the producer of this documentary that's going to air on the Big Ten Network tonight uh, trying to dig up some new stories. I guess that was one of my questions is, are we going to unearth some new material tonight? I mean, it has been 30 years. You would think that everything that has been known and and written and said is out there, but are there going to be some new takeaways people could come away with tonight from this?
11: Well, I think the biggest one, at least to me, was... uh, Chuck Pence, the snowplow driver, Matt got in touch with him and he agreed to an interview. And I think it's the first time he's been interviewed since I think uh, a reporter from the Iowa City Press Citizen talked to him the night of the accident. And since then, he's just never said anything about it. He discusses why he didn't say much. And the streets uh, say they've never heard from him, you know, thinking maybe he would call and apologize. And he, I mean, he explained why he didn't and why he didn't talk to anybody. Uh, you know, he the guy who was driving the snowplow. I mean, he says, "I'd like to." I I just pray I wasn't speeding. I don't think I was speeding. And uh, boy, to hear his side of the story after all these year is, years is it kind of puts puts the the bow on the package, so to speak. It's the last really kind of you know un, unknown. Uh, you know, he and he he gave his voice and told his story, and that that to me was very. Very grabbing.
1: I, I'm not going to lie to you, Rick. I literally just got goosebumps when you mentioned that. God. I I, I'm, I was yeah. not expecting him to be a participant in this. So now I'm really looking forward to watching this. And that yeah. catches me a little bit off guard.
11: You know, and the other thing Todd that really grabbed me was they did Matt did such a good job. <laughs> they were getting, they got all this video. They got a video of Chris as a young boy and Chris playing with his little sisters and, and, uh, being such a doting brother. And, uh, There was one scene where he'd gone to Europe in 92, a Big Ten team. Uh, They went, I forget where they went, somewhere in Europe, a couple places. And Matt Painter was on that team, Matt Nober, uh, some guys like that. And uh, he got back on like 11 11 at night and was supposed to go to Forest City with his high school coach, Bert Hansen, to do a clinic because Bert coached in Forest City. And he, Bert says, Hey, Chris, you don't have to go. No, no, I promise you I'll go. He's there the next morning. They drive all the way to Forest City. And he's doing this clinic. He's with little kids. And then Bert said, Okay, we can go. No, no, I promise the high school kids. So I, I told him I'd, I'd stay here. So he stayed longer and worked with the high school kids. And then Bert said, Okay, well, let's go. You know, they wanted me to play a pickup game with them. So we'll stick around. I mean, he, he was always giving, but he had a great line to the little kids. He says, I just got back from Europe. How many of you know where Europe is at? <laughs> It, just, it was it was so cool. I mean, that, that gave me great insight into him as a, not only a young kid, but, but as a person, you know, without a Hawkeye uniform on, so to speak.
1: Rick, what does it say that here we are 30 years later, and and after Tom Davis, Steve Alford, and Todd Licklider, Fran McCaffrey, Chris Street is still a huge part of the Iowa program. Everybody that comes through the program or has come through the program in the last 30 years knows what number 40 means.
11: You know, to me the comparison I make is uh, now Kinnick. I mean, now Kinnick died before I was born, and I read about him because I kept hearing about this now Kinnick, and then it was Kinnick Stadium. Iowa had a Heisman Trophy winner, and he was a larger-than-life character too. Chris was larger-than-life in, in in part because of his personality, in part because he was he was kind of a TV figure. You know, all his games are on TV, and he. He always had a smile when he wasn't playing basketball. He was gregarious. He he knew what he wanted and he was going after it, but yet he had time for everybody. I mean, it, you hear so many stories and there's so many letters the streets got after he passed about Chris, Chris met us in a restaurant and he signed this for my kids or he took a picture. He was just, he knew he was an Iowa guy. He was in a role that people looked up to him and he relished that, man. He he. He, he, it was it was important to him and i think that's that's a reason why well that's the reason why we did the book to be honest with you because we wanted his legacy to live on mike and patty really wanted their son's legacy to live on and you know they're kids now and i hear them say they read the book and they were born after chris passed and that makes me feel good because we're doing now what uh i did with Mel kinnick trying to learn about this legend
1: Rick, I appreciate you taking the time to join me, and again, I was looking forward to this, but now this has sort of added another level to uh, looking forward to seeing what Matt Engel has put together, because this sounds like uh, a really, really in-depth piece that's going to be coming up on the BTN tonight. So as somebody who has seen it, appreciate you giving it a little bit of a preview, and again, uh, if people want to get their hands on a copy of the book, maybe they can reach out to me, and I'll get them in touch with you, and you can get them in. Sure. We'll do a chain reaction. We'll, we'll get you to Mike Street to get a copy of Rick's Absolutely. book at Absolutely. some point. So
11: it's, it's a, all in, in closing, let me just say, it, a documentary is powerful, and I mean may that in a positive sense. It's it's grabbing, and it's emotional, it's sad, but, man, a powerful documentary. What a testimony to the number four.
1: All right, Rick, appreciate the time. I know it was a little short notice, but thanks a lot.
11: It's okay. You bet.
1: All right, see that is bet. former Des Moines Register sports writer Rick Brown, good friend of mine, spending some time a, the winter months in Florida. You'll see him tonight on the BTN documentary, and that really is I, – I am not making that up. When Rick said that they talked with the driver of the snowplow, I right. literally got goosebumps. I mean, I'd not something that I would even expect because after all these years, you haven't heard his side of the story. And think about the fact that he has lived for 30 years with the uh, effects of what happened that night uh, as Chris Street was leaving the uh, Heartlander, Highlander, outside of Iowa City, uh, struck by the snow plow. And, again, I was a little kid and not even quite a teenager just yet, and seeing the, the new, it was unbelievable. It was one of those few moments in your life where you remember where you were at. And then, of course, the emotion of, of coming back, uh, Iowa returning to the floor after Chris Street's passing, uh, the Michigan game, and everything that goes with it. I'm having a hard time. I'm getting a little emotional here talking about it. Let's go to the phone lines, 319-366-1600. We've got Wade in Cedar Rapids. It's to weigh in uh, with the memory of Chris Street. Wade, what do you got?
13: Um, I uh, Back in 1993, I
11: uh, paid little, if any, attention to sports at all until uh, – I attended a um, Super Bowl party in early February at First Assembly of God in Cedar Rapids, and uh, apparently they played some sort of a film clip during halftime of Chris Street. And uh, it sounded like a a good testimony from what I remember. That's... uh, it's a vague memory, but an interesting memory that I jogged from 30 years ago nonetheless.
1: Way to appreciate it, and that gives you a little bit of a indication of how Chris Street can sort of stick with people, not necessarily even sports fans, but and part of the image of Chris Street, part of why I think he's resonated for 30 years is he was an Iowa kid, an Iowa boy, with the the crew uh, the flat top crew cut, however you want to describe it, I mean, it's if you asked somebody like an AI generator what an Iowa basketball player would have looked like thirty years ago, a a, a high school standout in the state of Iowa, Chris Street, I think probably would have been the AI generation three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Wade, appreciate it. Let's go to Marion we got uh, Jim wants to discuss Chris Street as well Jim how you doing tonight
14: uh, doing good uh, um, I'm kind of like yourself uh, ever since this movie was going to come out it kind of hit me and uh, and not many people know what happened but I happened to be called in uh, to the office at Carver Hawkeye arena and said that Chris uh, coach davis wanted to talk to me down on the court and so i said okay i'll I'll be down there and uh, and then he said uh he introduced me to chris and and chris said well i've heard all about you and and i said oh you have and i and he said yeah and uh, did i understand that you spoke to young people at youth groups and i said yeah i have he said well uh i like he said i'm kind of in a hurry to get going. I said, that's all right, go ahead. And he said, well, no, I want to I talk to you. So he said, let's walk to the car. To, and I said, okay. And he said, well, I'd like for you to come and speak to my study Bible group. And uh, and I said, well, I'm free to come anytime. And, and he said, uh, well, how about in a couple of days I give you a call? And I said, okay. And he said, well, let's walk out to my car. And he had his... Uh, a bag of balls and stuff, and and I said, here, let me help you with that. And so I carried that out, and he had a duffel bag, and he threw it in the car, and I threw that bag in the car. And he said, uh, uh, I've got to head out to the Highlander to eat. So I said, okay. And he said, he's he a boy. I look forward to speaking to you in a couple of days and sharing our faith about Christ. And I said, yeah, I, I look forward to that too.
1: And, and that and that was the night yeah. of the accident.
14: And on the way home, I got home, and my wife said, did you hear that Chris Street was killed? And I says, no. I said, I just talked to him 15, 20 minutes ago outside of Carver. And she said, oh, it's all over the news that he was hit by the snowplow and was killed. And I said, oh, my God.
1: Jim, that is incredible. Thank you very much for sharing sharing that with us here.
14: Yeah, and I appreciate you guys' show, and I, I listen there every night to you guys. So, uh, And I think I've met you different times, so I think you know who I am.
1: You, I just... you probably have, Jim, and, yeah, I think I think I know who this is. So, again, appreciate you listening, and, and glad you appreciated the segment that we had with Rick. And count to Jim among the many people who will probably be watching the Big Ten Network tonight, and there are people all across the Big Ten footprint and across the country, who I think will be introduced to Chris Street for the first time tonight through this documentary. And and it's sort of a testament to uh, the legend of Chris Street and how things have grown in the last 30 years. You look at the text line, a number of people uh, are sharing their memories of him as a player. And I mentioned this last night on the program that For people who aren't aware, Chris Murray, it's spelled K-R-I-S, but Keegan Murray named Chris Murray after Chris Street and took inspiration from his former teammate. Uh, They were very, very close. And so uh, there's all these little threads that even 30 years later with the Iowa basketball program, and if you are familiar with Iowa basketball, you know Mike and Patty Street have continued to be at Carver Hawkeye arena and continue to be a part of the program. And uh, like I said, with Rick, it it's the one thing that has continually been sort of unbroken in the last 30 years, as you've gone from Tom Davis to now Fran McCaffrey and two coaches in between, but the number 40 and what Chris Street meant as a player to the program Everybody that comes through that program will learn about and understand who Chris Street is before they leave Iowa City. 319-366-1600. Mike and Marengo, I'm glad you brought up Jordan Bohannon, intentionally missing the free throw that would have broken Chris Street's record uh, several years ago. Uh, Jordan, in the back of his mind, he knew and that was Chris's record, that, that he viewed that as Chris's record. It's, it would almost be, uh, you know, if Barry Bonds chasing Hank Aaron's all-time home run record hit number 715 and decided to retire. He, hits, he ties Hank Aaron, and then, nope, it's, it's not my record to break. Didn't happen that way. Talking about yesterday on the program, I talked about different retirements and when he would send people off uh, on top of their game. doesn't really apply to Bonds because he was still pretty good when he magically didn't get a contract offer from any Major League Baseball team once he reached free agency. But I, I, I have not seen... I'll be seeing it for the first time, along with a lot of you tonight on the Big Ten Network. As I said last night, made sure that I went home and checked to see that the DVR was set. and So I'm going to be seeing this for the first time tonight as well. I'm making an assumption that Jordan Bohannon and that moment probably gets referenced over the course of the documentary. And uh, again... It was set to air after the game tonight, the Iowa Northwestern game, with that game being postponed due to the COVID issues. And as Rick, Rick Brown from the Des Moines Register, formerly of the Register, pointed out, uh, the similarities between, it was a Tuesday night, it was the night before a Northwestern game in Iowa City. 30 years ago, that game uh, was canceled because of Chris Street's passing. Uh, this year... A game is postponed due to COVID. But not only do you have that similarity, but the head coach of Northwestern at the moment is Chris Collins, who is very familiar with Chris Street and the Hawkeye program and was recruited by Dr. Tom Davis. And I'm sure that uh, he was probably uh, in, in some way, shape, or form Probably looking forward to being a part of or being in Iowa City for that planned remembrance that they were going to have. It was going to be Chris Street Remembrance Night at Carver Hawkeye Arena tonight. And whether or not they reschedule that for a later date, I'm not sure that they will. It certainly would have, I think, hit a little bit closer to home tonight. Uh, But that's the way that things go sometimes uh but a, a, a coincidence nonetheless you think sometimes about how the universe works and it's just it's that opponent and same day of the week and find out uh, the day before that that game's not going to be just very 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 unique situation 319 1600 uh 0905 says they wish they could get permission to unretire number 40 for one game and let Chris wear it for the Northwestern game. That would be cool. I agree with you on that. But I think that it's probably more powerful to not have that number worn ever again. I, I get the sentiment, and it certainly would be a good moment. But there's something about just having the last person to wear that. B. Chris Street, 319-366-1600, BTN tonight, set your DVRs, and certainly look forward to tomorrow. I think we can discuss, maybe it'll be group therapy tomorrow, I don't know. Rick says that this is going to be pretty powerful stuff tonight, and a little a bit of new ground unearthed, some new things that have not been shared information-wise, again, uh, the driver of the snowplow speaking on the record for the first time in 30 years, or, or as Rick said, maybe only the second time, other than the night that the accident happened. I'm gonna take a quick break. We'll come back. It is Wednesday, five thirty. Means wager wise is on the way. Some NFL divisional games on tap this weekend. Jay Foster is going to join me from the Quad Cities. We'll take a look at some of the information you need to know if you're looking on betting
3: the games this weekend with Elite Sportsbook. Back with more after this it's time for a big board update on kgym i'm spencer Wigan. jaron holmes scored 21 points while caleb grill chipped in 17 as number 12 iowa state knocked off seventh ranked texas last night at hilton coliseum in ames the win is the cyclones fourth over ranked team this season and paired with kansas's loss at kansas state last night puts iowa state into a three-way tie for first place in the big 12 the cyclones head to oklahoma state on saturday tip off is sent for 1 p.m the iowa women basketball team looks to extend their winning streak to four games when they play at Michigan State tonight. The Hawkeyes sit at 6-1 and one in league play after their 108-67 win over Penn State on Saturday. MSU, meanwhile, is 2-5. and five. They've lost three in a row. Game time tonight is 6 o'clock. You can watch it on BTN+. Plus. We've got women's basketball on the air for you tonight as Iowa State plays host to Oklahoma State. Coverage starts at 6. Tip-off is set for 6-30 on the Cyclone Sports Network from Learfield. You can hear it here on on KGYM and that's a big board update I'm Spencer Wagon on the gym
6: Eastern Iowa weather on the gym from the CBS to Iowa's news now with the first forecast on our meteorologist next door a winter weather advisory throughout the night through early tomorrow morning slick roads will be likely as wind true mix changes over into all snow throughout the night tonight Total snowfall accumulation by early tomorrow morning around one to three inches, low tonight near thirty. For tomorrow for your Thursday, light snow through about noon, temperatures back in the low thirties for highs, and north wind around thirty miles per hour. For your Friday, mainly cloudy skies for back in the upper twenties. And that was a check if your iWiz News down with the first forecast.
15: It's almost weird how much you have in common and how hard you make each other laugh. After a lifetime of peopling, this one came along, and that's it. Game over. Now you just have to find the ring and figure out how to ask. The Dickens family can help. 13 and in Stonker Jewelers has been helping proposers choose engagement rings for 70 years. There isn't a thing about diamonds, settings, styles, or metals, they can't tell you. And if you think after thousands of happy couples, they're so over it, you would be so wrong. At Hertine & Stocker Jewelers, your engagement is as exciting to them as it is to you. Well, okay, almost. It's a great day at Hertine & Stocker Jewelers when they know they've helped someone find the perfect sparkler. And with seven decades of experience, they've got a heck of a track record with getting a yes. So, if proposing is on your mind, see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Herteen & Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and talk to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there.
16: Life's twists and turns can sometimes set you back a step, but at Depaco Credit Union, we've got the right tools and resources to get you on your feet. When calamity strikes, having an emergency fund can help you cover an unexpected expense, like cleaning up and rebuilding after a bad storm. In 2022, a US Federal Reserve study found that 32% of Americans, as many as one in three adults, would struggle to cover a $400 out-of-pocket emergency. At DEPACO, we're on a mission to change that, one member at a time, so that each of us is prepared for the unexpected. Today, more than 41% of DEPACO members are ready for the next storm, with at least $400 in savings to cover potential expenses. DEPACO cares about your financial well-being, and when our members love life, it makes a brighter community for all. DEPACO can help you. Be well. Learn more at depaco.com be well. Federally insured by NCUA
4: for people trying to recover from opioid use disorder it's hard to know where to begin at iowaopioidhelp.com you'll find resources near you for proven treatment and a road back to your old self because opioid addiction is not a character flaw it's an illness if you or a loved one is struggling with opioid use disorder visit iowaopioidhelp.com today start here start healing Sponsored by the Iowa Attorney General's Office and the Iowa Broadcasters Association in cooperation with this station.
1: Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at EmilsHideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends.
0: KGYM is here to cover everything you need to know about sports betting in Iowa. This is WagerWise, sponsored by Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort.
1: Time for another edition of WagerWise here on Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio, 1600 AM, 1023, 1063 FM, KGY. I'm happy to have Jay Foster joining me from the Quad Cities, as he does every week, courtesy of Elite Sportsbook and Riverside Casino and Golf Resort. Don't forget, Elite still offering the $250 risk-free bet for first-time sign-ups. Just head to elitesportsbook.com, check out the promotions tab, make sure you read the details so you know what you're getting into. But pretty good offer there if you're looking to dip your toes into the divisional games coming up this week in the NFL. How'd you do last week, Jay?
13: Well, you remember last week you said, like, if I, had, I gave you $100 and you had to make one yes. bet? And I said the 49ers didn't look good in the first half, but, hey, second half all 49ers, and you you took the Giants, so we're doing pretty good so far. But, you know, last week was kind of an interesting one. The favorites, if you were kind of going that way, they went 4-2 and two straight up, but, like, the Bills killed so many teasers in that game. The underdogs went 4-2 and two against the spread last week. Home teams 4-2 and two straight up. Road teams 4-2 and two against the spread. And the overs... After a season that was dominated by unders, the overs went five and one in the total in the first round. So, only two teams that were favored covered, and they're going to be uh, they're going to be meeting each other in uh, the divisional round.
1: Yeah, and the totals would have been six and zero to the over. It was a half point in the game on Monday night, Tampa Bay and Dallas. Otherwise, you're looking at six and zero across the board last week for the overs, which makes me wonder. Maybe the Unders could come into play this week. Let's go ahead and start with Jacksonville and Kansas City. This line opened with the Chiefs as a 9.5-point favorite. It's now at 8.5 at Elite. The total opened at 51.5. It's been bet up to 53. These two teams played earlier in the year. November 13th, Kansas City won 27-17.
13: Well, you know, it's not surprising at all. The public loves the Chiefs, but... You know, we're going to break down some numbers of the Chiefs when they're this big a favorites. Um, and hats off to the Jaguars for doing what they did coming back down by 27%. But like I said, the public loves the Chiefs. Currently, 60% of the, the tickets coming in are, are laying the points with the Chiefs, and that's the public money. But Kansas City has fallen. It opened up at 9.5. It's down down to 8.5. So that's uh, showing some respected money grabbing the Jaguars and the points. So there's been a sharp reverse line movement there in favor of the Jacksonville Jaguars as a road dog. Chiefs are just five and ten against the spread. That's thirty-two percent as a favorite this season. And that includes two and five as a home favorite, and three and six against the spread as a big favorite of seven or more. So, those are trends that we kind of like to look at here. The Jags are eight and five against the spread. That's at sixty-two percent as a dog in the season. And um, you know, another little side bet here, side portion here. This is the fourteenth straight playoff game. This is the longest streak in the Super Bowl era that the Chiefs are favored so the 14th straight time, but Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson is 5-1 and one as a playoff underdog, so you know, it's it's an interesting matchup it really is, it's a lot of points uh, the Chiefs kind of just play down from what we've seen to this, and the, and the numbers don't lie there against the spread uh, but it's off of a bye week and I mean, everyone's beaten down to Andy, Andy Reid off of a bye week more than times than I can count
1: uh, Jaguars come into this game with the 22nd ranked pass defense, uh, they give up Uh, A lot of yards per play through the year, so Patrick Mahomes could have a big day in this one. This is the game that I'm really interested in, the Giants and the Eagles on Saturday. This is the third meeting between the two teams, Philadelphia winning both of the games this season, 48-22 back on December 11th. They had seven sacks in that game, and then January 8th, At Philadelphia, you kind of throw that one out. Davis Webb was the starting quarterback for the Giants. Philadelphia held off the Giants 22-16. There's the old adage that it's really difficult to beat a team three times in the same season, Jay. Philadelphia is a a 7.5-point favorite here. Total opened at 46.5. It's actually been bet up to 48.5. Yeah,
13: the the interesting number here is the 7 in the hook. Because the public is grabbing the points with the Giants, but it, and that's at seventy percent of the tickets being sold. That the Giants are getting, um, they're buying the points for the Giants. But this line hasn't moved, so there's a sharp line freeze here. The the book doesn't want to give that seven there. They want to keep it at that seven and a half. So it's going to be an interesting one to watch. and It might be a situation where there's some extra juice, but keep your eye on that line movement as well. Um, you know, we already talked about the Giants at the beginning of the segment, and the you know, Eagles coming off the, the bye, so, but you're right, it's hard to beat a team three times, but the 49ers did it last week, So, um, you, and you mentioned the over, it's receiving 77% of the bets and 89% of the money, signaling both pro and Joe support, the Eagles are 8-4 to the over in their last 12 games, the Giants are 4-2 to the over in their last six
1: All right, Cincinnati and Buffalo. The obvious storyline here on Sunday is that these teams met four weeks ago and the game was stopped when DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest on the field. Buffalo's a a four-and-a-half point favorite right now. The line opened at three, so it's up to four-and-a-half. Total opened 48, now 49-and-a-half. What do you think happens in this matchup here? Josh Allen has not looked like himself. The last couple weeks. And if you're a Buffalo backer, I think that's got to be a little concerning.
13: Yeah, you mentioned it about the Josh Allen. And, uh, you know, Joey B, he's just fantastic. We talked about him last year in the playoffs, and he's just a fun kid to watch. He really rallies that team, the Bengals team, around him and always uh, kind of just kind of rises up to the challenge here. The Bills really need this game. It's at home. Um, they're looking for that, you know, that matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs. It'll be down in Atlanta. Um, you'd, it, the Bills, yep, you mentioned, open up as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, the public loves to grab the points with the Bengals, but despite receiving only 29% of the bets, the Bills have moved from minus three-and-a-half to four-and-a-half. So that's going to be the Sharps uh, fading the trendy dog and moving that line on Buffalo, going towards more um, the Bengals getting points. So the, the pros are laying the points. So keep an eye on the weather here as well. Uh, forecast calls for mid-30s. Uh, Uh, Winds 10 to 15 miles per hour under has dropped a little bit from 15 and a half to 48 so that's pretty significant
1: to me i think the biggest issue in that game is cincinnati's offensive line and whether or not they can give joe burrow enough opportunity to work dallas uh, denied us the tom brady versus brock purdy showdown on sunday san francisco is a four-point favorite hosting the cowboys Total here has held firm at 46.5, but the opening line of 4.5 has now dipped to 4 in favor of the 49ers.
13: Yeah, like I said, uh, these are the only two teams that were favorites going into the wild card weekend, and they were the only two that, that um, covered. This will be the ninth playoff meeting between the Cowboys and the 49ers. That'll tie them for the most frequent NFL postseason matchups. That's going to tie them with the Packers and 49ers and the Rams and Cowboys. So, you know, no love loss between these two teams. So it's going to make a really great matchup. Um, it, it's, a, it's, it's a good one for divisional. It's going to be the last game here on Sunday. Um, so it, this will be at, at San Francisco. Opened up with 49ers listed as a four-point home favorite. Public is laying the points with San Francisco at home. However, despite we're seeing close to 70% of the bets, the 49ers have remained frozen at four. So let's read between the lines. We mentioned it before. This is a sharp money on the Cowboys plus the points. So they're freezing that line there. So the road dogs in the last five postseasons, so keep that in mind on all these that you're betting, are 33 and 21 against the spread. That's at 61%. So that's over the last five postseasons. And those are the trends type of things that we're always trying to look at, you know, when we're doing these things.
1: All right, Jay, appreciate it as always. So who, are, uh, who do you have? We, we won't talk about spreads here, but who do you think we are winding up talking about in the AFC and NFC championship? Give me your matchups.
13: Uh, I, AFC, I hate to go against it. I hate to go against the Bengals, but I think the Bills, it's just a team of destiny, and I think they kind of woke them up last week, and I think the Chiefs uh, survived Jacksonville. So I got Bills in Kansas City down in Atlanta. And uh, that's San Francisco 49ers-Cowboys. The, the thing here, the Cowboys have not won two games on the road back-to-back uh, this whole season. So I, as, as much as I like that defense, and I'm going to go with the 49ers here in that game. And the Giants and the Eagles won. I'm going with the Giants in the upset here. I'm taking the Giants over the Eagles, and um, that will be my NFC matchup, 49ers and Giants.
1: I kind of like that too. I've got to look a little bit more at that Giants Eagles matchup, but I think Brian Dable, the job that he's done coaching that team, Saquon Barkley's healthy now. Uh, saw Daniel Jones look pretty darn good. I thought he looked like Walter looked Payton great. at times against the Vikings uh, out there running all over the place. So yeah, Philadelphia. That's going to be a, the I think the atmosphere is going to be crazy for that game at Lincoln Financial Field. The Giants know what they're walking into. I was listening to some interviews on SportsCenter earlier today. Those Giants players know exactly what the Philadelphia fans are capable of. I can't remember who it was. One of the guys said he told his mother she could not come to the game this weekend because he did not want her around the, the rabid Philadelphia fans. I'll go Kansas City and Cincinnati in the AFC title game and San Francisco and New York in the NFC game. I don't know whether that's going to actually happen or not, but I just hope, uh, I hope we're in for as interesting of a week this week as we were a week ago.
13: Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's going to be a fun
1: weekend. Well, we will have a couple big games to talk about next week when you join me, Jay. Appreciate the time as always. Yeah, appreciate you. Take care. Jay Foster joining me from the Quad Cities. Wager wise brought to you by Elite Sportsbook and Riverside Casino and Golf Resort. Let's head on to the Elite Sportsbook app right now and take a look at what they've got the NFC Championship odds priced at. Right now, the Eagles are the favorite at plus 150. Followed very shortly by the 49ers at plus 160. Dallas is currently paying 3-1 to to win the NFC title. And the Giants at 13-1. to Still the longest of long shots. The AFC side of things, no surprise. But the Kansas City Chiefs are the AFC favorite at plus 140. Buffalo at plus 160 the Bengals at three to one and the Jaguars the long shot on the AFC side of things at 14 to one you can also take a look at what they've got as far as who's going to win the Super Bowl this year on the odds on favorite right now still Kansas City at three to one San Francisco and Buffalo plus 350 Philadelphia at plus 500 that's five to one Dallas and Cincinnati plus 750 the Giants plus 2600 and the Jaguars plus 3200. is this the Chief's year? Would you put money if, again I did this with Jay last week should have said it again this week. Jay if I give you hundred dollars of my hard-earned money, where are you putting it? I should have made him use it on a Super Bowl wager. I'm telling you right now and I've said this for the last week and a half. I think San Francisco at plus 350 to win the Super Bowl is not necessarily a bad wager. Cincinnati at plus 750 is interesting as well because the Bengals would just have to get there at this point. You take a flyer on the Bengals at plus 750 to win the Super Bowl. You hope that they beat Buffalo and then can knock off most likely the Chiefs. And then... You've got one side of the Super Bowl matchup at plus 750. You come back. You take the NFC team to win the game. Most likely would be the favorite there. You ensure yourself a little bit of a profit. Be interesting to see how things play out this weekend. Again, if you missed out the games on Saturday, Jacksonville, Kansas City, line opened at 9.5. It's been bet down to 8.5. Something tells me that Jacksonville can make that a game with the Chiefs. I don't know. It's just a gut feeling. I have not taken a deep dive into these matchups. I don't go into the computers and the algorithms and all of that. I'm not a professional, but my gut tells me I think Jacksonville can make that a game. They've got Moxie. I like that. came back from 27 down against the Chargers. Don't write that team off. And then the old conventional wisdom about – It's difficult to beat a team three times in the same season. I saw some numbers on that earlier today. That's not actually the case. It's more people say it all the time, and you wind up believing it. The team that swept the regular season series, going back to the AFL-NFL merger in 1970, actually has the advantage when it comes to meeting a third time in the playoffs. The question is, can Philadelphia Beat the Giants by more than a touchdown. I don't think they can. I take the Giants and the points right now, and I think the Giants are live to possibly win that game. They just need to do a better job of keeping Daniel Jones pr- protected. I mentioned the seven sacks that they gave up back in December, December 11th, that 48-22 uh, win. Three of those sacks came toward the end of the game when Daniel Jones was not in there. So it's a little bit misleading. They definitely need to do a better job of keeping him protected. Cincinnati and Buffalo, Dallas and San Francisco. At least with San Francisco and Dallas, you go with the home favorite, the 49ers. uh, They are Brock Purdy, I think the team of destiny, the quarterback of destiny at this point. And Cincinnati and Buffalo I just don't know about Josh Allen at this point. At the beginning of the year, I was really high on Buffalo. If you remember last year, I was I was driving the Buffalo train. I adopted the Bills Mafia. They were my adopted AFC team. I felt like I was a year early on the bandwagon. Josh Allen's picked a really poor time to not play well. Can Cincinnati take advantage of that? I said Cincinnati taken on Kansas City in the AFC Championship game, Cincinnati needs to keep Joe Burrow protected. The offensive line did not exactly inspire confidence last week, at least from my standpoint. But if they can keep Joe Burrow protected, they got a heck of an offense. And that game, there's a reason why the total's gone from 48 to 40 uh, 49 and a half down to 48 in that contest. Uh, It could turn out to be a little bit more of a defensive battle than you would expect, especially given the conditions in Buffalo. Again, if you don't have an Elite Sportsbook account, all you have to do is download the app for your Apple or Android phone, go to the register button in the upper right-hand corner, it walks you through the entire process. And there is that $250 risk-free first bet. Right now, at the moment. So, your first bet, if it wins, you win. Simple as that. If you lose, you get your bet back up to $250, whatever your stake is. So, if your first bet is $10 and it loses, you're going to get a $10 free bet back. If you bet the whole $250, you're going to get a $250 uh, in free bets back. Again, read the terms and conditions and don't forget to check out the specials that sportsbook-like elite offer as well. Feeling They don't have any listed for the games this weekend just yet, but I have a feeling come Saturday and Sunday they'll have quite a few on the board as well. That's where they give you a little bit of juiced odds, boosted odds, if you will, on some specials for each game. That's going to do it for another edition of WageWise. Hey, if you joined late, if you missed Jay, you want to go back and listen to the segment. I'm going to have it for you at KGYMRadio.com. Just go to the podcast tab and find WagerWise. We store all of them. If you want to go back and listen to all of the bad picks throughout the entire year of WagerWise, go have at it. Bring the receipts back to me. Tell me I'm an idiot. That's fine. I'm a lot, I was a lot more confident last week in the games last week, especially Jacksonville and the Giants winning than I am this week in calling for the upsets. But it's easy. anybody can sit here and say all four favorites are going to win, right? I mean, that's there's no fun in that. There's no actual analysis in that. It's like taking an NCAA tournament bracket and taking the higher-seeded teams all the way through. Hey, What's your final four look like? I've got four one-seeds. How often does that actually turn out to be the case, though? There are upsets along the way. The key here is trying to figure out if any of these four games this weekend are ripe for upsets. Good luck. Hope you win a lot of money. Hope you win a lot of money with Elite Sportsbook, the sponsor for the segment. We'll have Jay again next week as we take a look at the AFC and NFC Championship games right here on KGYM.
0: Wager Wise on KGYM is a paid presentation brought to you by Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort. Check them out at EliteSportsBook.com.
10: Shop Menards today and save big money. Put the finishing touches on your kitchen or bathroom with a new faucet from Moen. Moen creates faucets that feature innovative technology and have a timeless aesthetic. Available in a variety of styles and finishes, find the perfect faucet for your home with Moen's wide selection of kitchen and bathroom faucets. Moen faucets are great for resisting water spots and fingerprints. Save big money on Moen Faucets at Menards.
9: Save big money at Menards.
7: Working out has been proven to increase your self-esteem, help with depression, anxiety, and stress. At The Mac, we care about you as a person. That's why we have personal trainers you can connect with, group exercise classes so you don't feel alone, saunas to help you relax, and many more amenities. This year, I'm doing it for me. This year, I'm joining The Mac for me. To see everything The Mac has to offer, go to jointhe-mac.com. That's jointhe-mac.com.
1: It's a couple minutes to go here before we turn you over to the Cyclone Radio Network. The Iowa State women at Hilton Coliseum tonight as they play host to Oklahoma. Jody Steyer, the interim coach for Bill Fenley, Bill Fenley's mother passing away earlier in the week. So he will not be on the bench tonight, but it will be an emotional night at Hilton Coliseum as the Iowa State women get ready to take the court. 319-366-1600. I said Oklahoma uh, Oklahoma they're playing Oklahoma State tonight. Pre-game coming up at the top of the hour, tip-off set for 6:30. Iowa women also playing tonight at 6:01 in East Lansing. That is on the Big Ten Network Plus broadcast, so you can stream Lisa Bluter and the Hawkeyes in action as they look look to pick up Big Ten victory number seven on the season. They've had Michigan State's number in recent meetings, winning six out of the last eight. 319-366-1600. Happy to have you with us here as we close out a Wednesday. Just a reminder, Spencer on Sports. Comes your way tomorrow at 2 o'clock. That kicks off local programming, followed by the gym class from 3 until 4. And then I will be back with you tomorrow from 4 until 6. Hat tip to Spencer. He's the one who gets a lot of the audio uh, in the system and ready to go. Uh, Sometimes if you listen all day long and all afternoon long, you probably hear uh, some of the same things from Spencer's program and this program as far as the audio clips go, courtesy of ESPN. 319 366 not much else to... Uh, I don't have enough time to get into the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I had this ready to go earlier today. Chris Carlin on Canty and Carlin on ESPN talking about the Packers. Maybe they need to be the one... To force Aaron Rodgers to make a decision on whether or not he's going to retire. I agree with Keyshawn Johnson, though. I heard him on the morning show today saying it's it's early. The season technically isn't even over. The Packers season is over. But let's give Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both some time to figure out their next steps. I would be I would not be surprised if both are quarterbacking different teams next season. And I would be i would be remiss if I didn't tell you I think Aaron Rodgers would possibly retire before Tom Brady. Like, I, if you had to say pick one of those guys to be quarterbacking somewhere next year in the NFL, my money would be on Tom Brady because he lives for football. I mentioned this yesterday on the show. Aaron Rodgers I don't think really cares about football. I think Aaron Rodgers plays football because he was naturally gifted, and that's the avenue that he has had to propel himself to fame and fortune. If he wasn't good at football, I don't know if he'd even spend his Sundays watching it on TV, like you and I probably do. Uh, That'll do it here tonight. Again, Big Ten Network, the Chris Street documentary, set to uh, debut after the Nebraska Ohio State game on the BTN. My DVR is set. I'll be watching it live, probably within reach of a box of Kleenex. If you heard Rick Brown, the former Des Moines Register sports writer who was with me about 55 minutes ago here on the airwaves, Rick is featured in that along with a number of other people that you likely will be familiar with, some of whom have even been on the airwaves here on KGY and with us in the past, but 30 years after the passing of Chris Street, it is still emotional, it is still very raw, and I expect uh, expect some scabs to be pulled off tonight for those of you who have healed from that tragic loss 30 years ago. We'll be talking about it here on KGYM tomorrow, I'm sure. That's going to do it for us here tonight. As I mentioned, Iowa State women's basketball coming up for you on the Cyclone Radio Network right now.